let me say that the political crinkle like the political big This is the news made us do this podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy Ace. You're not middle class, you're not black white. Joy, one podcast at a time, discussing all things. Statistically, it looks like in London yeah. right now, yeah. this is predominantly a problem of young black teenage boys. Yeah. This is the news made us do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, in times like this, all we can do is try and share a laugh, you know, a laugh or two. It's crazy, bro. Keep that mean system up. Laughter does that, after mm. all, you know. Most definitely. So yeah, one thousand nine hundred and fifty cases confirmed in Britain. Mm-hmm. Seventy-one deaths confirmed due to the coronavirus, and fifty-two recoveries so far, in all the cases. Approximately one thousand eight hundred and seven of those cases are in mild condition, and twenty or so are in serious or critical condition. We do hope that those 20 make a recovery also and that all that are infected make a recovery. Hopefully. It seems as though since the 4th of March, there's been a sharp increase from a couple hundred cases to 1,500 cases being recorded. And this is according to worldometers.info. You can find this information online at any time if you're panicking and uh, want to be rest assured of some facts and some data. However, what is um, quite concerning is the fact that not all people can be tested right now. That's the thing. Not all people can be tested um, because we just haven't got the test kits, apparently. Uh, there's a big controversy about, you know, test, there's test kits available, but the government just haven't brought them in to the NHS and stuff. Mm. Um, and also, even more controversy that there are people that are declaring that they've been positive with um, COVID-19 such as uh, Idris Elba yeah. he's um, come on television and or on his social media and revealed that he's positive and uh, people are asking the question how did he get tested so um, what the government um, uh, news is saying is that if you're showing mild symptoms you can't even get tested for it so I don't know what it is exactly but what is it that you what are the what's the criteria for people to be tested and is it you know you have to get to a point where you're coughing profusely or you'll have a very high fever. Um, I understand that Harley Street uh, private practice, they're offering testing for COVID-19 for around £400 or so. Mm. So I guess, you know, Idris Elba is a wealthy man. Maybe he's got, uh, I'm, maybe, I'm sure he's got private health care. He's affluent enough, he's yeah. He's affluent enough. So it really is, you know, if you've got the money to get tested, you can. But I think um, the interesting thing about Idris Elba's one case is that He's actually not showing symptoms. Yeah. And that's a scary thing about this, this this virus or this disease. Is that you and I could both have it. Without knowing. Without knowing. Mm-hmm. So this is where the problem is. So it's really, this is where the whole social distancing comes in. Yeah. And uh, to be fair, it is like, you, like, like you said, it is, he's not showing any symptoms. So one could also think, so there's not really any issues with that. Mm. Well, as we always mention, and as the f- stats mention, yeah, a majority of people will be in a mild condition having, having had or con- contracted coronavirus. However, it's that 1% that 
of people that are vulnerable that are l likely to to have severe impact and to have these bad consequences you know and the fact that we can just have it without knowing just definitely shows uh, a good reason for why we should practice social distancing and self-isolation and allow this thing to blow over like at the moment okay i know there's a lot of things to think about i mean financially we still don't know exactly how this is going to plan out for everybody i mean fortunately Vashik Shanak, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, has just come out saying that um, the mortgage le major mortgage lenders are going to uh, allow a three-month holiday on repayments, which is a great, great step. And I've also just heard that there would be a 10k support for small businesses, as well as um, an already, an already uh, there's a break on uh, business rates, which allow businesses to also have relief. However, it doesn't seem as though the businesses themselves are seeing those breaks transcend onto staff as we've seen people like Virgin, Richard Branton's company, um, proclaim that the majority of their staff are going to have to go on a three-week unpaid leave holiday, which seems ridiculous as paying their staff during that time wouldn't even affect 5k of their earning on the revenue. So it definitely looks like businesses are asking for governments which are funded by the taxpayers to foot this bill yet those same businesses which uh, employ the electorate which employ these individuals that are asking for breaks and our taxes are going to give them breaks are now sacking people left right and center for example a lot of zero hour contracted employees right now are being told not to come into work even those with contracted hours are being told not to come into work and that there is going to be a long sabbatical of unpaid leave. And man, that to me is crazy and should be questioned, you know? Yeah, no. Um, in regards to what you said about the whole uh, Virgin Atlantic thing, that is crazy. Um, but there was some the point of correction there, though, because I used to believe, and I still believe, that Richard Branson is the owner of um, Virgin Atlantic. But the way business is structured, he doesn't actually own it direct, not anymore anyway. He's he's the owner of one of the subsidiaries or, or a part owner of Virgin Group, I think, or something like that. So, but, you know, with the slander that I've seen that he's been getting on social media and that, I still think is well-deserved because he is the public face of this brand, you know. Exactly. He is Mr. Virgin. So... You know, and it's, 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 he has he's got previous as well in regards to like stuff like trying to buy the NHS, suing the NHS. Um, I think when there was a storm, storm Ciara or something like that, uh, near one of his his island, Necker Island, he um he like was in a bunker and stuff, and then he was tweeting saying, "Oh, you know, thank God for this bunker." And me and my family are just drinking wine and playing Monopoly whilst there's people like that. Obviously, haven't got the luxury of having a bunker dying and shit and their lives being ruined so yeah I used to like Richard Bro, I'm, 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 I'm indifferent towards him to be fair but um, yeah that, that, that uh, the story in regards to that just doesn't sit well with me but um, what you were saying is spot on though with the whole thing to do with uh, workers being laid off and being told not to come into work no more because you can't afford to pay them and this is crazy because how long has it been now since Covid has been announced on our shores? What, maybe uh, a month? December? On our oh, shores, sorry. Shores. I know on it's been our, around for yeah. since December, but on our shores, what, since maybe a month now? Maybe? Yeah, about a month, about 30 days since about it's 30. actually started to have that physical yeah, impact. Yeah, and already it's 
you know, affecting businesses, local businesses like this, but you no, know, local, local, multinational businesses. You know, we're already seeing one airline go bust. So like, it's like, and if we believe the science, we are just beginning. We're just at the beginning stage of of, of, of this COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. Apparently, it's supposed to get worse in the in the summer months and stuff. I bloody hope not, because like you know, you've been affected quite recently with your holiday. Yeah. Um, you wasn't know, able to fly to Dubai. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't able to fly out. And I, you know, I appreciate these foreign governments. Um, As the way you know, basically saying, listen, yeah. if you're coming from these countries, we don't want to accept you. Well, anyway, really, right now it is kind of like a time to really be working together as a world as as a world you know and people that are flying in and flying out from these high-risk countries should i ever take the precaution to not fly out and if possible delay yeah or the fact that they the airport should start to do testing like yeah. like what was being done around in yeah. other countries i really don't understand what's going on in the uk in terms of our speed level reactions and our lack of preparation and like yeah. the lack of belief and lack of support for what is considerably what makes this country great in the first place, the NHS, you know. So um, I'm hearing now from you that we kinda, um, we, we, we're not buying testing kits, but I'm also hearing that they are not, there's not enough beds in the NHS, so no. now we're renting from private hospitals at yeah. a high rate, as opposed to those businesses trying to add to the relief. It seems that they're just seeking profit, and this is kind of my thing. Okay, yeah, the economy is 100% important. I'm not going to come here and say, yeah, I want to, pure just share out the bread kind of mm. share out the money kind of communism that's not me I, mm. like, I do like a good lifestyle and I do like nice things as well mm. but what I would say for sure is that while I like these nice things I'm definitely happy to support my, the wider community and I'm definitely happy to contribute towards that and I'm definitely happy to pay tax mm -hmm. and right now we're paying some of the highest taxes we've played in modern times mm -hmm. because of we're in a state of austerity you know on certain things however it seems like these taxes aren't actually going towards the things that they're meant to be going towards. Like now, the taxes that were supposed to be used towards these hospitals, these schools, these kind of like local infrastructures are showing just how vulnerable they are. Mm -hmm. So where is the money going? I'm, all I'm hearing is that the money's going to bailing out these businesses. Mm -hmm. Yet these businesses are sacking the stuff left, right and centre. So where's the catch? Where, why, why aren't we getting like put on? Why, are, why is this being allowed to happen to just in that way and, and in that cycle where there's relief for businesses but there's no relief for like the people that need to work and that are working and the people that run that basically are the business well i think today you know um rishi swinak the chancellor shekhar said that he's um, offering the uh three month holiday three month holiday uh for um, um, mortgages mortgage, holi um, mortgage holidays yeah for um, people so that's something I guess but again you know it's never that it's a, the average we, we have to look at it because that's a class thing because that's more that's more helping the middle classes of anything so those who can afford a mortgage but the, the working classes that are still renting and especially you know us being dubbed generation rent our our you know section of society what is what's going to be yeah, for us, you know, hundred um, percent. There's an argument that could be said that well, the landlords who are renting their properties, who are collecting rent of people, usually use that rent to pay their rent to pay their, their mortgage, mortgage yeah. and obviously enjoy some of the profits. There's an argument that'll be like, look, if that's how your business model works, 
will will delay your rent payments, your mortgage payments. So you so don't you have to charge attendance. But uh, let's see if that happens because I it doubt that that will that will happen. So the the landlords are going to now get a break essentially yeah. on rep, on their repayments. But and are they going to be able to and, be and a rent and collect rent? Yeah. So who here is benefiting? It, well, this is it. You know, that's them making a hundred percent profit. Is the government saying that now that we've re- frozen um, the mortgage payments that? this is going to transcend down to people that are paying rent based mm. on a mortgage. Is it going to bring down their rent or is it going to be a rent freeze? How is this going to affect the people that clearly can't work? You know? Yeah. it's um, And it's not just Virgin. That's also the no, no, unpaid no, leave. No, a no, lot no. of people have executed this unpaid a lot, leave. A lot. And it seems as though they're, they're saying the government has advised this so we can do this. But is it legal? But this is what I'm trying to say. Because the government, yeah, is really frustrating because Boris Johnson has come on television and he said he advises everyone to work from home, social distance and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Now, his counterparts in Europe, like Macron, for example, or in Italy, for example, where they have the, the lockdowns. Spain, yeah. for example, they have the lockdowns. Mm-hmm. They're saying everyone needs to close. Exactly. By saying everyone needs to close, all those companies now are protected, are protected and they can make claims from their insurance because they've been forced to close via the government uh, exactly. instructions. Exactly, yeah. But Boris Johnson's saying, oh, we advise it, that then leaves a wide opening because it's like, oh... Open for well, interpretation. Yeah, because yeah. well, businesses are going to stay open, mm-hmm. but people are not going to come because they've been told not to come. Yeah. And it's not even like, you know... Serv- that's, we, we know this country, all we offer is services. Mm-hmm. We have we don't make any... Lots know, of hospitality. Know, hospitality, services, yeah. that's our thing, you know. So, cool. Like, the services, let's say, like the city in Canary for example, many of those jobs can work from home, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But those, but those guys that are running pubs and restaurants and stuff like that that rely on um, people coming in. Exactly. So what, you know, most city businesses are going to be hit. Most like small city businesses are going to be hit. Yeah. Okay, you might, you know, like, let's say Prep for example. Prep's probably the biggest um, food retailer in the city mm-hmm. that I can think of. They'll be fine because they're they're a big big business, but big they chain. do but they do rely on the people con- and customers. Yeah, the yeah. customers. But it's more so that the, the small sandwich shop owned by Tony or something. Mm-hmm. He loses a week of business. Like he could probably justify that because he knows, like you know, um, Christmas break, people are sporadically, so don't make much money. But a month of people not working, that's that. That's it. Probably his business gone. Yeah, that's his business that's really gone. Fair. That's crazy. And and one of those things as well is that a lot of the revenue that is taken out of profit does go towards mortgage repayment and paying for the land. So what I want to know is that with these breaks that everyone is receiving yeah. because it's not just homeowners it's business owners as well and yeah. in terms of those business owners that are owning the, the land that is print and the land that is that is any other service industry are they now gonna be able to use this as leverage to pay their stuff since those payments are being saved and they're still making profit because these pro- we have to remember as well yeah most of this is eaten into profits yeah. right it's not eaten into the cost it's not eaten into a loss like it's not like these business billionaires are going to be paying out of their pocket. What they're losing, or what's at stake here, is essentially it's profit. profit. So how are like like how is that be how is that being safe how is that being safeguarded for the people that aren't necessarily going to lose out on profit and are going to instead lose out on potentially their homes and their livelihoods? Like it's crazy. It's crazy because this is meant to be like what they're saying is that the businesses will take care of these kind of things in this type of in this type of time of crisis which is what the kind of um capitalist model argues but here we are paying austerity and once again supporting businesses with all our lives and with people putting people's lives at stake which is why i believe that there's no clarity in 
the extent of the social distancing that must be practiced and the self-isolation. I mean, if you look at our local parks now, like around where I live, everybody was in a park. Everybody that yeah. was working from home was just in the park, either running around doing exercise, which I'm not, I'm not knocking, or just going for a walk. And I did see a lot of elderly people as well. Well, this is a funny thing, because I, I watched um, Boris Johnson's address to the nation, and he did say, you know, he's, he advises social distancing. So that basically means, you know, stop gathering. Like, you know, basically, no more Friday night drinks after work. No, no going to work, essentially. Um, obviously, people avoid getting buses, trains, etc., etc. But he did advise, you know, people should, you know, you can go outside for walks and stuff like that, you know, for exercise and all this kind of stuff. And that is obviously greatly appreciated. But um, what uh, what I will say is um, what what's what's frustrating about it all is that he's he needs to be he needs to, he needs to basically make a hard line. And I know I appreciate he still kept schools open because he's saying that ah oh, by closing schools that might have more of an effect on NHS. I sympathise and I, I I I see the 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 side of I see both sides of that argument because obviously yes you you close the schools many of the NHS workers who are mothers or who are fathers. Will have to probably take time off to, to of help of childcare is not cheap in this country. Exactly. So no one can afford childcare. So they have to stay. They're gonna to have to take time off to stay at home. This is a time where we need ninety five, if not one hundred percent, of NHS staff on hand. So we can't afford to have anyone on annual leave. As harsh as that sounds, we need everyone on hand. But um, but and also I think strategically how the government are looking at it as in what two weeks time, three weeks time is gonna be um Easter break. Mm-hmm. Easter break's a two-week holiday break in um, uh, at schools. So he's probably trying to get as close as possible to that so that kids aren't off school as for, for a long period of time. But also knowing that most of the country would have made arrangements as to childcare and all that kind of stuff maybe months in advance. Yeah. That it probably won't have a hit or an effect on people as much. Obviously, many people are going to go on holiday, but obviously now a lot of people can't. So um, that's going to be... That's going to be a, that's going to affect um, things. And it's, it's weird because then you would think to yourself, cool, if many people can't go on holiday, then surely the economy should get a bolster in terms of staycations because everyone will be here, spending the money here for their kids to do things here. But if we're told to social distance, then like, what is like, no one, there's no, there's no benefit for anyone. Probably just the supermarkets because people are buying in such bulk and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's, um, it's, 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 I really don't see what the the government's um, strategy is, especially when I said that our counterparts are doing full lockdowns. Yeah, is it worth us doing a full lockdown maybe for two weeks? I, I mean, that's where you see the recovery of nations. Like for example, China is now basically on the brink of recovering, yeah. and that was due to the fact that they were quite harsh of their full lockdown. Yeah, and I mean, we're not such an authoritarian authoritarian state. Yeah, which is something that I appreciate. Yeah, that was a nice one. Um, but um, like we still need to practice do some of these practices we are thinking about recovering and during these times we just have to make sure the provisions are there for people to enjoy this yeah and that's the reality at the end of the day that is what will be responsible not telling people that you're still shaking hands not your not Boris's father saying to us that he's gonna go to the pub even if they tell him not to Boris's father said that yeah you know so yeah what a prick oh honestly like he's insatiable like so it's just like it's crazy, but do you know what is weird, yeah? It's like, okay, we've heard a lot of people getting it, but people are recovering. People are know? recovering. And people like, and then that's not being uh, reported in the news yeah, as much. Yeah, you know. Which is frustrating. 100%. And we've got some tweets here from 
Linda at Linda three six seven five eight zero nine nine, who said uh, she recovered in about four days. She still felt really bad, but she what she did was have honey, lots of fluid, vitamin C, and in her terms, paracetamol. You know, and this and is what I'm to, trying to say. Rest up, you know. Although I have heard that um, you should, everyone should stay away from anti-inflammatories yeah. because there has been. Um, I'm not too sure if this is a rumor or not, but you know it's better to it's spread better to out there, some sort of precaution than to just to let people walk into blind. But like things like ibuprofen to avoid those kind of things. And this is what I'm trying to say, bro. Because like again, we don't want to scaremonger. We also want to, ha- you know, show this virus its its due respect in terms of its severity of it. But if most of us practice just one hygiene, proper hygiene, two. Um, uh, ensuring that you know we're getting our fluids, our vitamins. You know, ensuring that we 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 drink, we we we're eating more fruits and taking uh, minerals and all this kind of stuff. Most of the country, as um, assuming that you're young and fit, well, not even young and fit, just yeah. fit in general, and, yeah, exactly. and don't have any um, pre-existing issues or mm-hmm. anything like that, should be able to f- combat this disease. And this is what I'm saying. Even if Boris wanted to put the economy at the front of matters and protect that as well like even before the safety of the people i would recommend i would we would have thought that he would have been more proactive of okay cool who's at risk let's protect those that who's at risk what do we need to invest in we need to have a stronger hospital service where we can diagnose people identify if they're at risk of having of having it severe if not then put them on uh, on home self-isolation if possible or if not holding our two-week self-isolation you know and then Work on that infrastructure because that can that that's how other people have done it. Like, why hasn't there become a system so much sooner than this kind of like lazy fair approach and lazy fair reaction? It's just so irresponsible, in my opinion. You know, at the end day, there are people that with that have been identified as high risk through the mortality rate. So, if anything, those people should be protected first and foremost by the state. Therefore, if they did want to encourage more people to still, well, for example, not travel as much and not, not travel, but still stay, in, stay within the UK and practice some sort of social hygiene practice so the economy can still flow, you know, that would have been much more of a sane reaction. Quickly get everybody in the has vids and say, listen, guys, if you want to be out here, which we they obviously want people to be out here, they want people at work. Let's be real, because they've not they've not given the go ahead for all all jobs to shut down and still support staff. They just if the company's gonna shut down, they want them to take out the individual responsibility. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Okay, cool. So just be real about it. Just come out and say it. Look, I'm not shutting down the shop just because people are getting flu. Say it with your chest. Don't come and hide behind it and allow people to die because you don't wanna take responsibility for it when in the end maybe you're actually right you probably won't take responsibility for it because they're probably going to vote Tories again well this is the thing though this 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 whole this if this disease or this epidemic has shown anything yeah it's shown what various things one how fake society is in terms of nothing is real bro like all this stuff that's going on, like governments can literally pause debts for people, <laughs> and and you know what I'm trying to say? They could they yeah. have the, the the power to 
do these things like we're just going to pause this like after this we're going to probably bail out three or four different industries travel industry banks i'm probably sure are going to try and say we need a little cash injection to get back on top um insurance companies are going to say we had to pay out x amount of people so we need some cash injection and they're going to do it and we're just going to go con- go back into the simulation of 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 life you know yeah so it shows me this world is just fake nothing's real if nothing if nothing's real then why impose all these all these things you know like um uh perfect example for this year cool this epidemic i'm sure no one's still coming however why is it that as a country more is not invested in research and development about viruses and stuff because Bro, epidemics happen. The Ebola epidemic happened what two years ago? It's happening regularly. It's happening regularly, especially yeah. in the increased population. Bro, so the Ebola epidemic happened. Obviously, Europe. I don't know if Europe thinks that you know they it's like protected by God, so nothing can touch them. But literally, what nothing? There's nothing. There's been no investment in 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 research and development to the levels of the investment that we make into like um, nuclear weapons and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Isn't so? Yeah. What's up? What's the biggest threat? You know what I'm trying our, to say. Our, our mankind or. Or, or nature, or, or nature. Yeah, or nature mutation. Because realistically, what they actually need to spend and invest in is just the infrastructure to deal with epidemics, quarantine, being ready, testing kits for all. Not just testing kits at a, a high price. Yeah. But you know, so I'm hearing now that the government has um, kind of HMRC have created a helpline to support those people that are self-employed and will be affected by the lack of work so like personal trainers like um consultants people artists musicians um security guards you know anyone that are, is self-employed now they should uh proceed to use this helpline provided by hmrc the line is 0800 0159 opening hours are monday to friday 8 a.m to 8 p.m Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. So, if you give this number a call, they will be able to give you advice on your taxes and the support that you are entitled to during this time of isolation, which indefinitely shall affect your business. So, you know, we're seeing some soft tools, but tools nonetheless. So, people, please make use of them and recognise that these tools are essential and will further research and investment these tools will be here in order for us to have an economy which can actually thrive for all you know because now we can see that these are necessity if they weren't a necessity then they wouldn't be having to be created now mm. that's a fact and if they're not necessity to you then don't use the number mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like don't use the service it's true it's true it's true bro it's mad it's just like this whole thing i think is going to put uh things into perspective for a lot of people in not just at even our country but across the world you know mm-hmm. like what is important to us what do we want our governments to focus on because you know would this be the last epidemic ever who knows but um most know, likely not let's most be likely real. not because again we have to people understand these are natural things we've had burn flu swine flu sars there's spanish flu back in the day like there's been a plague before like and at the day these processes which prevent them are always hygiene, medical, and education. Yeah. You know, knowledge is, other than day, yeah. what will always go contribute towards preventing them. And that kind of thing should be access to all because yeah. all are vulnerable from catching and spreading these things. Like, it's yeah. not like it's going to 
be something that just discriminates. I mean, they can't do. They've tried to make discriminatory diseases in the past, yeah. and it's just instead backfired even worse. Let's be real, yeah. So let's get over ourselves and start supporting a system that can support futures. Facts. Um, again, also like I appreciate you know this. This is an ever-changing, fluid sort of situation. So I don't think any government really knows what exactly they're doing. They're all taking advice from the experts. This is actually the first time. You know, I know that you you see like President Macron come on TV and um, Trump and Boris and you know they they come on TV looking all serious and stuff, but they don't actually know what's actually happening. They mm-hmm. don't know what's going on. The questions they probably ask, I'm sure, is shit. How bad is the economy going to be here? And like you said earlier. The economy is obviously a very important thing to think about. Of course it is, because we're probably going to lose more lives after this. Exactly. If the economy is so badly hit. Exactly. Millions of people lose jobs, um, can't pay rent or mortgages or whatever. So we have a huge surge in homelessness, mm-hmm. all these kind of things. But this is what I call back to, like, everything's fake. Everything is fake. Like, if they really want to, they could be like, right, cool, you know what? Let's just, let's just start Stop again. the simulation. Let's start the simulation <laughs> and start again. It's, mm-hmm. it's nothing's real, bro. Mm-hmm. It's nothing's real. It's all fake. At this I'm point, seeing... we kind of know this, but yeah. it's just that everyone, we can't stop it because they, when we start it, but they want to know who all... will win. Exactly. And we all need yeah. to live in this this simulation and this 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 facade of like, this is what how the world is and this how it's, it's running and all this kind Go of stuff. Go accept it. it be, and that's the, that's the fuckeries about all this. Because even like, bloody, I'm reading... Trump saying that he's gonna uh, put $1.5 trillion back into some, some something. And all this kind of stuff, um, but it don't, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, for real. But do you know what is interesting to me? It's interesting to me that um, through all of this, we can still see that there is also a crazy positive happening in nature. Like, yeah. for example, it's been reported that um, nitrogen dioxide pollution has drastically fell in parts of Italy, and as a direct result to the country closing due to COVID, you know, and then some some of the cities. There's like clear water in their lakes due to the stop in pollution and human use. Yeah. It's very interesting to see that us stopping our actions is not only healing us but is having also positive effect on on the environment as well. And I noticed that that also happened in Wuhan as well, where they saw an eighty percent drop in the nitrogen dioxide pollution, which contributes towards uh, global warming. You know, but yeah, like. There's a lot of people and a lot of energy really being exposed right now, really being put under the light at this point. And it's kind of like, yeah, you might not be interested in politics, but it's quite important right now. And it's something that's happening in your town and all over the world. And um, it's definitely having a direct effect on all of our futures. Mm -hmm. So it's not about whether or not you like it. It is something that must be acknowledged, you know, and it's not to be acknowledged in the fact that, oh, you have to be a politician, you have to do this. No, just like, politics is life, yo. Mm. Care about your life and the way that the lives of, of others are being lived. That essentially is politics. Is That, that is what it is. It's the, it's the care of the realm, society, culture, everything that you love and everything that you need. Mm. Like, we just got to kind of stop taking this kind of thing for granted and recognise that, yeah, the news is reporting a lot of cases and a lot of kind of like drastic things but the world is still moving at its pace you know and life will continue to move at its pace however in each of our heads and in each of our hearts if we do not keep at rest and keep calm then that pace can feel altered and not altered not altered in the way where it's going to benefit but altered in a way where self-sabotage will go on a rise 
and that more ills will arise as opposed to it being something that we must go through and withstand and then see how we will respond in the future once we come out of this so keep your head up keep your hands clean and self-quarantine you know what i mean yeah self-isolate